0: Holly Wakefield stared at the small bungalow with its bright yellow police tape. It was at the end of a cul-de-sac on a slightly upward-sloping road. Either side were more bungalows, and beyond, a housing estate with an acre or so of grasslands. Her phone rang. It was D.I. Bishop, and he was running late. I had to get something from the police archives, he said. Traffic is bad. I'll be there in twenty minutes. Go in. Don't wait for me. A pause. Get a feel for it by yourself. The phone went dead. Holly didn't carry a handbag. Everything she needed was in her pockets, including a pair of forensic latex gloves, which she snapped on without breaking stride. She lifted the police tape around the front gate and showed her ID to the officer stationed at the door. Holly Wakefield, she said. Right, D.I. Bishop said you would be coming. Do you need anything? Just privacy, thank you. He nodded as if he had been expecting as much, opened the door and moved out of the way as she stepped inside. Holly heard the door click shut behind her. She had no idea what to expect in the house. Bishop had been cagey about giving her more information, which was strange. She stayed very still and took a deep breath. The coppery smell of blood mixed with stale perfume. There was a diary on the hall stand. She opened it up, a sobriety book for Alcoholics and Narcotics Anonymous, and the last entry had been Thursday, with a 278 and an X next to it. There were telephone numbers and people's initials scattered throughout, with appointment dates and meetings with sponsors. The small bathroom on the left was neat and painted blue. The living room and kitchen on the right were painted pink. There was a retro radio on the mantelpiece that was pink like the walls, and there were beach shells, an empty vase, and books on shelves. Lark Rise to Candleford, Shakespeare, and a book about ballet by Darcy Bustle. There were no photos anywhere, not a single one. Laundry was scattered across the radiator, and in the kitchen plates and cutlery had been left in the sink. A few flies buzzed and it was beginning to smell. ''Get a feel for it,'' Bishop had said. The victim's name had been V, and profiling the victim was just as important as profiling a killer, sometimes more so. If you wanted to get to know your victim, you had to tread in their shoes. V had been a sex worker in Brighton for the past eleven years, and was known to the police Holly turned the radio on to the last station that was listened to. It was Heart FM. Talking Heads and then Johnny Cash started singing Hurt. She sat on the side of the sofa that was worn and sagged and stared around the room. This was what V would come home to. Cheap prints on the walls, a few shells from the beach and lipstick-kissed cigarettes in ash mugs on the coffee table. How did you end up here, V? Holly had been brought up in the foster system after her parents had been murdered and knew how easy it was for girls to get sucked into prostitution, having seen it first-hand and knew the torture of wanting intimacy and closeness but never knowing where to find it. She had heard many versions of the story over the years and it made her sad. A mix of poverty and desperation, abuse and no one to talk to, Maybe V had dreamed of becoming a ballerina when she was a child. Classes after school, auditions and rehearsals. But then somehow ended up mixing with the wrong crowd. Hash had turned to coke, coke to heroin, and by then all morals and principles had left the room. Holly wondered how often V sat on this sofa and thought about everything that had happened in her life. She got up and made her way along the hall, There had been no signs of a struggle, so it appeared the killer had been invited inside. A regular client, perhaps? Or at least someone V recognised or knew at a distance. There was no blood anywhere in the house, apart from the bedroom, so that was where she had to go. She pushed open the door. The curtains were drawn so it was dark, and she flipped on the light. Dozens of bright yellow evidence tags littered the room. The bed had been stripped by the Socco team,